0: listening to The Screener's Podcast Network.
1: From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is The Screener's Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe.
0: Welcome back to The Screener's Podcast. My name is Chris. This is Chad. I'm Daniel.
2: And I'm April. And I'm Tyler.
0: And we're back again to talk all things media i guess that's the phrase that we use on this particular podcast
1: yes
0: i'm excited to dive in we've got a lot of topics this is gonna be a jam-packed show And I can't wait to get into the meat of it. But before we do, I wanted to invite all of you who are listening to please join us on our social media channels, uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, all those places that you share. We are there and we'd love for you to connect with us. Let us know what you thought of the show, share it with your friends, and then also head over to iTunes or to the Google Play Store or wherever it is you get your podcasts And rate us, share us, uh, just all that kind of stuff would really be helpful for uh, us getting the word out about what we do here on the screeners. And we would love to hear from you. All right, let's go ahead and dive in to Jump Cuts. Cut, cut, cut. Jump cut. All right, so D23 is happening right now. And for those of you who might not know, D23 is Disney's... Well, it's their convention. It's their fan convention. They make a lot of announcements about all kinds of things, Disney, from Disney Parks to their cruise line to obviously their television now and movies. And there was a lot of announcements this past week. And um, the most recent one, I think we're going to spend a lot of time on, and that is a new trailer just dropped for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And so I wanted to get your guys' impressions on the new trailer. If you've watched the trailer, and if you've seen anything about it, and what are you thinking about this new film that's going to be coming out very, very soon, actually. Chad, I'm very interested. You are one who tries to stay away from trailers. So I'm curious, did you actually watch this new trailer, this new Star Wars trailer, and what did you think about it?
3: I gave in to the dark side. I could not resist <laughs> watching this wow. trailer. I try to live the trailer-free life. It's a good life and to live. It's a, it's a good life to live. It really is. But there are exceptions to every rule, and Star Wars is my kryptonite. I have to watch it. Um, and, you know, no matter no matter what other films are coming out, the way that they did this trailer, it's very... Well marketed as we can expect from Disney. The first half of it, uh, and I'll keep this generic for people that want to stay trailer free. But the first half of it really plays on the nostalgia that we have for all of the, uh, I guess, the nine films, the arc, um, starting with the original trilogy. Then actually has footage from the prequels, and then gets into the to the modern stuff. And then I think probably the last. 40 seconds or so it jumps into uh, the rise of Skywalker, which uh, you're right, Chris, we were talking before the show. It's not technically a trailer trailer, but man, as a piece of marketing excitement for this movie, my mind is just, I'm on another level for this film. (laughs) I don't care if I see any other movie for the rest of the year. (laughs) This one is the one. It's just my, my, geek, my geek heart is yes. so full because I love <laughs> Star Wars. I mean, I'm older than all of you. Shut up! And well, let me hang know, on. You're you're much older s- than all <laughs> of us. Much, yeah. much, much older. Much older. Much older. <laughs> true, true that. And I know that a lot of a lot of the people on this show, the the original trilogy and to the prequels to some degree, were a seminal part of their childhood. But for me, it literally was the the background of my child. I've watched this film so many times, and so I, I can't help but be s- excited. Um, and the fact that JJ is coming back to, oh, to yeah. close it out makes me so excited because I'm such a fan of his as a filmmaker. So I'm trying to talk about it without giving away any of the, of the imagery. It has some stunning imagery and, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I cannot wait. I can't, you can't say anything without saying anything. So, um, the short answer is yes. I'm going to do my best if they, I have a feeling they're going to probably release one final trailer before the movie comes out and i'm going to do my best not to watch it because this what we showed or what they showed today it does have some settings where you know things are going to happen and that's kind of a bummer to me to see that but at the same time freaking loving it so (laughs) anyway i'm going to try to stay away but it's huge huge thumbs up i love love where this looks to be going
0: okay all right tyler have you seen the new trailer
2: uh I have not. But you know what? I'm going to talk about it uh, just as much as as Chad did. There were. Whoa! Um, you haven't yeah. seen it. But you're going to talk <laughs> no, about
3: it. There were, Great! Uh, I love that. There were images. We we, we all listened to the there geek was, car check. We're used to that level of analysis. <laughs> analysis. <laughs> Don't there bring was, the geek uh, card
0: check into this.
2: There was sound. There were I uh, Jedi. I'm going to. Okay. Assume, all right,
0: Tyler. And, you're uh, done. I'm cutting you off right now. <laughs> a
2: Skywalker who rises.
0: He he did. You know he what? rose. Yes. April have you have you watched the new trailer?
4: I did I did. I watched it today um, and well, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan for one. I mm. like Star Wars. Um, oh guys uncomfortable right now. I don't know if I'm allowed to still be here but um yeah we'll I, uh, it. it looked it looks fine. I'll see it. It I'm looked a- fine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> ah! I didn't even you. see it in this. I'm how sorry,
0: dare you. Chad. Chad just wrote like a doctoral oh. thesis, <laughs> and, and April says it looked fine.
2: This is like Daniel I'm... after after we watched the Picard trailer, and Daniel went, "Yeah, oh that's garbage."
0: Uh, he yeah. is. That's why he's the lesser howard. All right.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, it looks I mean, good. I'm excited. I, 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 I,
3: I, I, I mean, it's fine. <sighs>
0: <laughs> all right daniel so it, it, somewhere in between like nerdgasm and april <laughs> it's fine uh where, where do you fall <laughs>
1: uh no i obviously i love star wars uh i actually pulled a chat on this one i didn't watch the trailer either so oh um i watched the first trailer the life. yeah I, I i watched i i like pick and choose i watch some trailers and i don't watch others so so i uh, i did not watch this one but plenty of the imagery that's already been going viral. I've, I've seen a lot of that. Some, if yeah. you've watched the trailers, you can probably yeah. guess what I'm referring to. Um, just in case anybody doesn't want to be spoiled by a trailer, but I think it Four already sounds minutes. from not having watched the trailer. It already s- seems like there are things that are blatant misleads that people are falling oh, yeah. for, for some reason that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Oh, yeah, totally. Like there, there were more, uh, hard to distinguish misleads in the trailer for the force awakens. like, the, those trailers focus on Finn holding the yeah. lightsaber, right? And yeah. uh, and so we thought he was the Jedi, and that they obviously switched everything around. And so I don't or know why people last are...
2: Jedi the the planet where that looked like Hoth because of the white like the salt or whatever it was, but then you get there sure. and it's actually not. Yeah, sure. Like
1: so that. so this one has just the the imagery that's going viral is so clearly not what it appears to be it's not even like that's not even hard to guess that's not even a shocking guess right now it's very obvious so uh, people are freaking out for no reason but 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 it is still very very cool yeah it um, looks it I mean... seems like it's cool yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> it's very very <laughs> cool um okay so you know i'll be honest with you i saw the trailer and i th- i'm actually more on april's thing Whoa. side Whoa. because of what daniel just said in that it is a complete and total misdirection right it is. i mean yeah, obviously, obviously it's there's not there wasn't enough there there for me it just wasn't enough Mm -hmm. meat on those bones but i'll tell you the the trailer that i was more excited about at d23 was the mandalorian trailer did you guys see i did
2: watch that one yeah (laughs) okay
0: Yep. Yeah, For me, that one ruled. Uh, I, I, I think that show is going to be fantastic. Um, and so I'm going to dovetail this conversation to a little bit broader of a conversation about Disney Plus before we move in to uh, our other discussions for the evening. But Disney Plus is full steam ahead. Got full steam ahead. Uh, we're what no, middle of November. Yeah. Disney yep. Plus is premiering a lot of new shows, a lot they of new content. So
1: much stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
2: And it, and, it and makes Netflix look like just so bad. And I disagree. And I love,
1: yeah, I don't agree with I well, wouldn't go that far.
2: What I mean is Netflix has long been just kind of like the well, hey, you guys won't buy it? You guys won't buy it? We'll buy everything. And these yeah. guys are like we have like fifteen or whatever number it is, curated shows that we are purposefully developing. Yeah, but only
1: exclusively franchises. That's only. that's accurate. That's true. No that's genuinely true. original content. And yeah. I'm excited, yeah. don't oh, get well, me no, wrong. I'm... The one.
2: Oh, that's Apple. I'm sorry. I'm
1: I Yeah, no, that's I'm I'm genuinely excited. I'm in for Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm in one thousand percent. But uh, I mean Netflix and and some other streaming services have have more original content, more unique yeah, content. Wide variety. Yeah. But, but Disney's but, Disney's got us by the franchise. Oh man, It, it got us. Is <laughs> it
2: really anyone
0: does. is anyone here not interested in Disney Plus at the moment? Is anyone not going to subscribe to it April
2: today? April has started. No, Star so <laughs> it's
4: just fine. I have a 3-year-old daughter oh, yeah. that is going a, to be into yeah. all the Disney movies. Yes. Right? Um but yep. I did we use Amazon Fire Stick. And apparently, Disney Plus is currently not going to be available. on Oh wow! Fire sure Stick. won't. Really? Sure won't. So I, didn't know that. I wow. was all in for it, but I don't know. I'm not going to go out and buy an Apple TV for it. Wow!
1: wow. Dang, I didn't know that. Are they? Yeah. yeah.
2: Do we know where else they're not available? I don't know if that's something we're going to be into. I'm curious. I that's think it's it.
4: just the Fire Stick. I think you can wow. get it on any other streaming device. Hmm. So, but I mean, it doesn't come out till November, so there's a good chance that they might They'll work a out deal, a deal but, by then. But wow. I don't know. I'd
3: like to make a prediction, and that prediction is you will be switching from the Amazon Fire Stick in November to something else <laughs> yeah. that streams Disney Plus. Yeah, we'll Disney see, fest. we'll see.
0: Yeah, keep us updated
3: on Maybe that. Maybe not an Apple TV, but something else. Yeah. Well, yeah, a Roku
0: you know. or whatever. The there are there, there yeah. obviously yeah. other options there. But yeah, no, I'm just curious because, and here's the reason why I really asked that question is, um you know this is exciting there's a lot of content we've got a lot of disney stuff here like i said uh, the new mandalorian series is coming out ewan mcgregor's coming back as obi-wan kenobi they made that announcement we've got a uh, new series like she hulk and moon knight coming out from the next and
2: marvel which is and Miss awesome. marvel
0: yep. coming out within the next few years that's right um you know what's interesting though is this is a hbo go style of releasing right they're gonna go week to week this is not a binge um so you've got to wait or even cbs all access does that as well it's week to week um so they're seeing themselves as more of a premium cable uh type thing than a netflix amazon just dump and watch um and along that with that comes more subscription money For you guys, this is what I really want to ask. This is this is the question that I I'm I'm most interested in. Over the next few months, there's going to be at least two new streaming services available: Apple TV and Disney Plus, right? And we're already probably most of us already on this podcast paying for Amazon Prime, Netflix, and maybe a bevy of other HBOs slash CBS All Accesses. How many? Yeah, a few. How many of those is too many? Like, where where, where where do we get to the point when somebody will say, "You know what? I'm not I'm not going to get Disney Plus, not because I don't like it, but because it's just one step too far." I mean, is is that coming? Do
1: you do you guys feel I'm, that? I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Yeah. Uh, the one that's on the edge. So I have I have Netflix. I have Amazon Prime. Uh, I have HBO. I have cable. Um, maybe that's it. Hulu. Uh, so. I've got a lot already, and I'm fully in for Disney. I'm fully in for Apple. Um, Amazon is the one that's really on the chopping block for me. The only thing that's that's making me question that is the Lord of the Rings coming up, but we're a ways away from that. So, but
0: now, do you not use Amazon Prime? Like, this is the value add that Amazon does is that it's not just about their right. right. So that's my that's my my interesting thing is is that would you drop Amazon Prime ever?
1: Yeah, honestly, I don't use Amazon Prime like the other services wow. like the shipping stuff as often i mean wow. I, I certainly use it and but okay. um I, yeah i there, there's just too much there's just too much um okay. and um you know there's been a, a, a there's been an ease to sharing passwords to a certain extent where we can you know between family members share share the cost load a little bit disney plus has already they haven't they haven't released details of what this means yet but they said that they're going to crack down on password sharing and mm. so hey, they
4: would
3: i'm gonna need you to are cut you, this out Daniel. are you uh, yeah are you talking about that because your family shares passwords is that what we're talking about here how dare <laughs> you
0: how dare you mm-hmm. uh I, mm-hmm. I was speaking
1: theoretically
0: the mouse the mouse is listening to all
3: anybody else this anybody else worried about this condone sharing of passwords
4: i My, think the one that's on the chopping, chopping block for me is actually netflix
1: oh
0: mm. uh, okay Yep.
4: I mean I and I almost feel like since it is month to month and not contract that I'll just like yep. stranger things season right. four comes wait is it four yeah four yep. Is yep. the next mm-hmm. one whatever like the next big show is just buy it for that month watch it and then get rid of it again it's yeah, not a bad idea
0: I, really and and I think that's I'm actually the same way April I was gonna say is I feel like Netflix um and Disney plus, Maybe kind of this back and forth, specifically the bundle that Disney Plus is offering right. with Hulu and ESPN mm-hmm. and Nat Geo. All those are available. And so I pay one month and I can watch The Mandalorian. One but month gotta, and a
2: good price too. Like right. you're not crazy. Yeah, for sure.
0: But the thing is, is that what Disney... Plus has done that's smart here, and then this will be kind of our final point, and we can move on. Is that this week to week is going to cause? I've got a feeling people to hold on to it because yeah. if they're smart, yeah. as soon as the Mandalorian is over, something else starts. Releases, yeah, yeah. Like- and, they, and you just it,
1: that that model exactly like April was saying. She could get she can get Netflix for the one month that Stranger Things drops or whatever. You can't do that. You can't with, do that with this week Plus. to week. You can't and, exactly do it. Yeah.
0: And I think Disney Plus specifically said from stage that they did this for podcasts and for commenters because they mm. wanted people Thanks, to to comment <laughs> because I, and I, I said this on our we podcast yeah i said this on our podcast um uh, uh the geek card check when we talked about this uh this week's episode there is that disney's all about the culture right the disney yeah. culture and yeah. the disney cult right and so they're very smart and they understand that if they Get people talking about their shows on a regular basis, like on a oh, ongoing yeah. basis. Then that's gonna be that's just gonna be where it's at. And that's they're sp- spending billions and billions uh, on just that to happen. Uh, and you can tell the 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 quality is there. That Mandalorian trailer looks like a
3: yeah. The production value of Mandalorian looks oh, fantastic. That was the because, thing I was yeah, most worried about.
1: It, it doesn't look like a TV show. No,
3: they're doing it for money. But the conversations around their shows uh, is just a nice ancillary benefit because that is a huge, huge bummer uh, to the binge experience. Yeah, I love I binging shows just because it's convenient, but there's nothing like building up a cult following totally. around a specific IP and theorizing and talking and all of those things that go into it uh, makes me even prefer that model. And I do agree, Netflix kind of feels like a yard sale compared to everything else. It's like over here, you got a little bit of this and there's some baby <laughs> yeah. clothes over here. Yeah. And then there's some no, Tupperware no. over there. Um, but I do I think it'd be hard for me to get rid of Netflix just because they do have so many wonderful documentaries yes. and I love documentaries that are hard to find. And I love docs and a lot of independent films that you can't find other places, and they're really breaking but, into the awards
1: race now. Right? You know they've got quite a few they are. really solid films that that could be coming out yeah. in the next few months.
3: The answer to your question, though, Chris, is when is it too much? I think we're yeah. already there. It's already too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But the the follow up for me is where am I going to cut them out? That's yeah. the question. Right now, I'm not. <laughs> You're <laughs> not, not. Not yet. <laughs> And so they're you're all going to start so we'll to
2: scramble to be relevant. That's going to be the big thing, too, or to stay relevant. So that's going to be.
1: And Disney's always yeah, going to win I that mean, battle, always. Right. They will.
2: Yeah. They will.
0: Well, that's what they're going to continue to try and do. They're going to do their best to stay on top of what is culturally relevant. And they're going to push those buttons until people get tired of it. Yeah. All right, yeah. guys. Well, thank you very much for your input. I appreciate that. And uh, we'd be excited to hear what you guys think who are listening. Let us know on Facebook, Twitter. We would, would love to hear more about what you guys think of Disney Plus and what's going on in the streaming wars. All right. But for now, I think we're going to go ahead and dive into a Netflix original series, Mindhunter.
2: January 1974. They just moved in two months prior.
0: A partner and I were first on the scene. He was feeling for a light when something bumped him. That's when we found the little girl hanging from this pipe. Jesus. I found someone to take over who will be very good for the BSU. He wants to expand the units, and he intends to make our approach practice. Tell me, who's
2: the
4: one you want more than anything? Manson. I'll get you, Manson.
2: Last week, Mindhunter Season 2 dropped on Netflix. I was really, really excited for this one. This, It was Stranger Things and this that I was most excited for this year um, coming out on Netflix. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about season two. But before we get there, where were you guys on season one? How did you feel about it um, coming out of the first season? Chris, what about you? Right.
0: So I watched the first four episodes of season one, and then I started falling asleep and just, Mm. I just, I let it completely just go by the wayside. Mm. Um, And so when I heard that Mindhunter season two was coming out, I think the real problem was I just there was no for a movie about i mean for a series about serial killers it's not very serialized like there's not one main story happening in season one at all uh they're all over the place they're saying this thing and then that thing and then they're trying to and i feel like season one was a bit of a mess for me it looked pretty i really enjoyed it but what i was looking for was more hannibal um and this was not that at all you're you're
1: two for two on hannibal references now (laughs) of course look if we're gonna talk about the
0: fbi and serial killers you gotta know i'm gonna mention hannibal because that's the greatest (laughs) series like this of all time um and if you haven't seen it if you're listening to this and you haven't seen hannibal what are you doing stop (laughs) don't watch mindhunter watch hannibal Uh, i really
2: wish i had finished hannibal
0: it's so good tyler it is so wonderful the ending we're here is... to talk about Mindhunter. hunter <laughs> all right so anyway um so i i this like i think two two days ago i decided all right they're going to be reviewing or talking about at least season two impressions so i finished up the series the the first season um and i i thought it was fine it looks better and uh it looks fantastic. The last like maybe two or three episodes is actually directed by David Fincher. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can tell the quality uptick just kind of like, boom, like happens immediately when he's behind the lens. Um, very, very, very good. Uh, and, and there's a, some serialized stuff that happens. It starts to pick up steam, but I would have been very upset and angry if I would have watched this and then had to wait however long it's been two or three years, uh, for the continuation of this story. Um, so for me, season one, was fine it was okay but it wasn't anything to write home about and i don't think it was great
2: awesome and, and how much of season two have you watched have you seen the whole thing
0: i no. i've seen four episodes of C, uh, season two
2: all right so, so what far. are your first impressions how do you feel about it so far
0: i'm loving season loving two it. i mm-hmm. think it is infinitely better uh it is more focused it is sharper uh it is moving towards a goal you understand what the the behavioral analysis unit is actually doing. Uh, you understand what their goals are, what the character's goals are. The main character is given a, um, how do you say this? I don't know what the the literary term is, but a, a flaw <laughs> that makes him more interesting. The
2: literary um, term is called Hamarsha.
0: Okay, fantastic. Thanks, Tyler, for I'm making me look like an idiot. Um, <laughs> no, but but that's what I mean. You like, Did that it, by yourself? Yeah, <laughs>
2: thanks. It's the Greek word for sin as well. It's great. All
0: right. So anyway, so the the whole the whole premise of season two is so much so much better, and I I know that I'm getting I'm going to be getting to an even better place with it because they're definitely drawing towards a. Particular serial killer, and I can't wait till we get there. I'm hoping that pays off well in season two. So for me, right now, I am really enjoying it. And the first three episodes are directed by David Fincher yeah. of season two, and they are excellent. I mean, very, very good. And I didn't, I'm not bored at all. And I, I don't think it's slow. Um, I think Josh on Slack says something, but it's I don't think it's that at all. I'm I am in And as soon as we're finished here, I'm going to continue watching. I'm very excited about the rest of the season.
2: Awesome. Well, Chad, what about you? What what did you feel about season one? You guys talked about it on the podcast, correct?
3: I believe we did. did. You guys did. Okay.
2: I wasn't in on that one. Um, So what did you think about season one? And uh, and then where are you in season two?
3: Uh, Unlike Chris, I adored season one. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I think the writing, the performances, the cinematography, the direction, I mean, it's just the best, the best you can hope for in this kind of thing. I do think it is deliberate, but I think that's part of the plan. Um, I love the fact that season one is somewhat, I don't want to say unfocused, but that it is, it is essentially dealing with the creation of this new program. And I love how they explore that. Um, And so overall, I'm a huge fan of of season one. Uh, Unlike Chris, however, uh, and I have finished all of season two, all nine episodes, um i don't like season two as much as i like season one uh it's very wow. i still think mm. it's i still think it is excellent i mean i it is you know it's like picking your favorite child um not Whoa. That i don't know anything about that because i only have one um but i'm just saying oh, so you, you have love, you yeah. love them both you love them both right but uh so it's it's like both things can be really wonderful but you like one a little bit better so the the second season to me it's very hard for me to tell you why i like it less without going into specifics and since we're trying to keep this review general i can't really other than at the highest level say i have a lot more familiarity with the case that season two revolves around uh, because i've listened to a lot of podcasts and done a lot of offline research and so it was because the second season is more focused on some of those specific things. uh, It didn't, it didn't surprise me. Um, I knew where it was going to go. And so that was, that was interesting. I also am not a huge fan of one of the things that they do with the main character here to unpack some of his um, home life. I think it's kind of contrived and I don't think it works very well but overall uh, it's still excellent television. The performances are great. I mean, uh, we get to revisit some of the characters from season one. These serial killers are magnificent. Ed Kemper is a standout uh, from season one. And so, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Siri is listening to you. You say serial killer and the FBI is like, whoa, hey. I know, thanks, thanks, thanks FBI. but, uh, the guy who played Ed Kemper, um, Cameron Britton is, is marvelous. Is he, he's uh, in,
0: Chris, he's in this, this season. Is, is Kemper, the big guy or is that he's the he's other the big guy. guy? Is he in the, this season? Yeah. Briefly. I don't want
3: to ruin it for you, but yes, he is. Oh. Briefly. Um, and so it is a, um, yeah, overall it's just excellent television. I, I don't, I don't like the fact that you have to wait two years, although, Uh, David Fincher has said to Netflix that he envisions this series as five seasons. So he has an art for the entirety of the story that he wants to tell that goes five seasons long.
0: Well, you can tell that by um, these, these, those pre, those pre bumpers, right? Like the, the, this is like, wow, like super short little moments. And you're just like, where are we headed with this?
3: Yeah. And the characters, even though they the main three characters are amalgamations of several people, they are based on real people. And so I love the concept of this narrative version of kind of real events and true crime, uh, but done at the highest level of quality from a cinematic uh, language. So I loved both seasons. I hope we don't have to wait two years for the next season, but we probably will, and I'm not sure that Netflix has renewed it yet, um, but I hope that they certainly do because I love, love – I'm not messed up, but I enjoy the experience of spending time uh, with these characters as dark uh, as it is. I really enjoy it.
0: Can you just give me real quick the reasoning why you love season one so much, though? Because it really, I mean, I enjoy the subject matter a lot. Um, I really do. It's fascinating to me. But I just felt like it was so meandering and did not, it wasn't really about anything. There was no, there was nothing there.
3: Right. This, it's just a, so I would disagree. I, for me, it comes down to what you enjoy, right? So I enjoy. Uh, the the same discussion we had with Josh over Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I enjoy just being with characters who are well-written in the day-to-day life and and the things that they are doing is enough to entertain me without having a I understand the MacGuffin is to go from A to B and we're chasing down this thing so that this other thing can happen.
4: Sure. And so
3: now there's a limit to that because at some point I'm you know, I get frustrated, but the experience of just watching these characters try and create this idea of science around uh, the FBI and what and the fact that it's a period piece and just the the, the trappings of everything that went into it. Yeah, I just enjoyed it. I just enjoyed it.
0: I don't disagree with you. I just feel but like, I,
3: sir, but I totally understand why people don't. I, I have a, a few friends that absolutely hate the first season for exactly what you said. They're like it's boring, nothing happens. They just sit there and talk to each other. And for me, I'm like, no. yeah, but they're it's so well written talking. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. And and we need to and we need to revisit season two when you guys have all finished it, and then we can we can maybe talk a little bit about about it. All right, well, it looks like we've got, a, we've got a bit of
2: disagreement between Chris and Chad, and I certainly know whose side I fall on on that one. But uh, but first, Daniel, what do you think about it? What was your experience with season one and then going into season two? Where uh, And first, have you finished season two?
1: I have not. I am the exact okay. same point that Chris is at four episodes okay. in, and my opinion on season one is very similar to Chris as well. I had uh, I, I, I did watch it when it first came out, but, but my experience was very similar in that I, I – It was a weird experience because I really enjoyed it. Like I came, I came out of it um, two thumbs up. Like it's a very good series, but or uh, you know very good season of television. But but you know in this long break, um, the deliberate pace kind of made it fall out of my head a little bit more. Because just like I think Chris hit the nail on the head. I think the first season um, is is so deliberate and and it's so it takes so long to really set up. The goals of this team, it takes forever for the team to get set up and then to figure out exactly where they're going. Now, the caveat is I haven't watched that season since it came out. So it's been almost two years. Uh, but I, I do agree with Chris there I do, I do do not think the first season is bad at all I, I, I wouldn't be able to say that. it's the, the production value the the character work the um, all these conversations with serial killers all of that is phenomenal in season one uh, but just the, the very deliberate pace and a little bit of uh, lack of focus um, yeah. takes it down a couple pegs. I'm also with Chris in that season two has really taken off for me um, where I'm at four episodes in. I'm, I'm really loving it because the, it feels like the setup is mostly out of the way now. Right. We're, we're all set up and now we yeah. can really dive into the mission, to the goal. And um, yeah. and so it's just really, really fantastic. The conversations with serial killers. That's the highlight of every episode uh, is yeah. all of these these conversations are so compelling and so fascinating. The characters are phenomenal and we're getting to know our main characters even more. And uh, like we've kind of already already hinted at that the, what it what it at least less than halfway through the season, what it seems like they're going after this this big case in Atlanta, it seems like um, Will, will be fascinating so i'm really intrigued to see where they go and and some of the other conversations that they've talked about uh like chris said that this other uh person that they're going to interview all of that has me fully in um I'm, I'm 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 sure i've said this on the podcast probably a dozen times i'm David Fincher may be my favorite director. I'm I'm just everything he's made with the exception of Alien 3 has been at least very good. Um, and so I am I'm fully on board with David Fincher. I think Zodiac is a masterpiece, which is clearly cl- you, can yes, yeah. you can see the connective tissue. You can see the connective tissue between he, Zodiac almost, and he
0: almost writes a love letter to himself. in one of yeah. these episodes when they're talking about the Zodiac killer, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. funny. I, caught that. I was like, hey, this is this is very meta yep. right now. David, yep. what are you doing?
1: Yep yep and so and so it's just there's so much to love it's so well made it's so well acted um it looks phenomenal so uh i I really i'm i'm glad that there does seem to be more focus um it's still deliberately paced but because we know where we we get a a much clearer sense of where we're going in this season it's easier to hang on even even as uh slow as it can be slows the wrong word but just just very intentionally paced Um, not not it's, there's not there, high action right in each episode there's an That's, anchor yeah.
0: there's an anchor yeah. we understand what's going on and we can hold on to that at least while this other kind of stuff is happening yeah. so yeah, yeah i totally agree with you on that
1: yeah tyler what did you think of the first season and, and where'd you land on this one
2: um i'm gonna lean more with chad on this one i i loved the character and period piece that that season one is um, I think it's it's so engrossing, it's so intriguing. Uh, like there are just these long. I see the critique in terms of like the pacing and stuff. There are just these long sections of guys talking to other people in you know w- over a tape recorder. I don't care. I loved it, especially the the ones that David uh, Fincher directed because I I agree with Chris that it, they're just. Uh, like it's, it's one of those things you ca- you wonder every once in a while, like, is a director overhyped or something like that? No, the moment he takes the, the episode, it's a, it's markedly better. And I didn't even like, I had missed the, just the credit on the, um, I, I hit skip intro on Netflix. So I, I missed that he was directing those first couple until I went back and looked and I thought, Oh, I could tell he had directed these first few in season two, um, and I, yeah, anyway, so I loved season one. Um, I love um, all three of the actors. Um, it was great to see Anna Torv back because I'm a big fringe uh, fan. And, um, yep. but that, I don't want to get into the details of it too much, but they really, really uh, just sidelined Anna Torv's character who is super compelling. She's kind of the, the restrained brains behind the operation. And then we kind of just lose her in a, in a very meandering storyline. So I, I hope Tyler, how much, how much have you seen? I finished it. Did
3: you say I finished finished it? it? Yeah.
2: Um, and so I, I will also, I think Chad, this is, it is very interesting that, that you and I are the ones who have finished it. And I, I really agree with what you said. Um, I also knew the storyline, the main through arc, um, of the, of the show. So I kind of, I also knew where they were going to go with it. Um, at least real world where they were going to go with it. Um, and, uh, so some of that, some of that was maybe just spoiled for me a little bit. I also listened. I am a, a loyal listener to the, uh, to last podcast on the left, which is a, a true crime messed up comedy, uh, about serial killers. And so, uh, all of these guys is, and that one included, I, I've just like, okay, yep. I knew where they're going to go. Um, but that, and, and as well, the same critique of our, uh, I'm forgetting the other guy's name, not the, uh, not the young main character, but the old guy who's, uh, who's, kind of watching out for him. What's Tinch? What was it?
3: Tinch. Yes. Bill is Bill. His last name. Did...
2: I forget. Anyway, sorry. The, the older, say, the older, I want to say his
3: last name is Tinch. The older mentor T-N-T-H. guy. He, uh, um, they,
2: they do something with, with his character, um, that I, I agree with Chad is incredibly, um, incredibly overly coincidental and and overly simplified that didn't that didn't work and I think distracted um so anyway I I, there's a lot to love don't get me wrong there's a lot to love in season two I I really really enjoyed it there's just a couple of character choices um that they made that didn't that did not work for me
1: that is Um, fascinating that you guys are the ones who have finished and you feel that way but it sounds like it wasn't the ending that made you feel that way it sounds like you guys felt that way the whole the whole way through is that right
2: I, I would agree. Yes, it's not the because I in fact I really loved the final episode. And if I remember, oh, D- David Fincher did not direct the final episode mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. No. Um, nope. B- yeah, it, it was not about the finale. It was about choices they made along the way, that that just
1: um, so so we're Chris and I are both four episodes in. So did you feel this? As you can recall, did you nope. feel this way four episodes it, in? In
2: fact, right, right where you're talking. So we should stop watching right <laughs> yeah. now. Is that yeah, what I'm you're like, saying? I'm like, you're like, maybe we. It's, it's real Yikes. great.
0: I'll do what I did with season one. I'll wait till season <laughs> yeah. three. I'll always watch Episode... half
3: of the season. There you go. There you go. Episode five is yeah. gonna be great.
2: But I will say, then, I think the serial killer stuff, you uh, the um the the interviews are better. Um, than season one, so I I will say if that is what gets you going, if that's what you really love about it, keep pressing onward. Mm. Just yeah, just I wouldn't even say it. those two choices didn't ruin the season for me either. It's just the it just soured it a little bit. That's that's all I'd say. Mm.
1: Yeah, we definitely should revisit this when uh, when Chris and I have finished because I'm I'm curious <laughs> where
2: we'll land. Yeah, I'm very curious and and sure. it's it's something that um, yeah I think that they. They are making some really great choices with Netflix. Netflix is going in some cases is really purposefully taking its time with Stranger Things, with Mindhunter. Um, there, well, even with the Marvel shows, may they rest in peace. You know, they they you know said we're gonna wait for a while and we're gonna make sure these are, are put together. And I've I've never been as sour on the Marvel shows as as I know that uh, some of you, Daniel, are. Mm-hmm. But um, I ah uh, me too. Yeah. Uh, and I see the critiques, but I I just love them. Um, so wait, what else? What else? Um, I, I know I know we're uneven it here, so I don't know if we want to go any further with this. But any other thoughts that you guys have?
3: Nope. I don't feel like I can say I too much more. Can. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't think we, I don't think we can. I think overall we're all in agreement that they're excellent. Yes. It's yeah. an excellent yeah. season, and that we hope that they continue it. Um, it's just. Uh, it's very difficult to talk about yes. without you guys having seen it because I think where you're about to go – because the first three episodes directed by Fincher are are magnificent. I, I sat
2: through uh, and each I, one I, I of those think, and binged them.
3: The other ones yeah, I had I to watch one of those I think the show, without spoiling it for you because it's not a spoiler, but the show definitely turns, and so mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see how you feel about that turn. Hmm.
0: So basically, what you're saying is, and I think I said this at the top of our discussion, everybody should go watch Hannibal. Period. End of <laughs> story.
3: Listen, I'm pro that, Chris. That was the one recommendation for television that you made that I wholeheartedly, and 100% <laughs> <The embrace> one hundred <laughs> percent, the one. Can we? No, and can when we... I say that, not that you haven't rec- hold on, not that you haven't recommended good stuff, but that your love of that show and how yeah. it's the most so magnificent. It almost yeah. lived up to the hype, is what I'm saying. It is yeah. that good.
0: It is that good. I feel like we need to it do a very good. special bonus episode. No of Hannibal
1: and talk about it with all of I'll you guys I'll do it I'll
3: finish it I'll watch
2: I'll watch it is... that
1: sounds like something wonderful for the geek card check podcast which you all should listen to <laughs> Well, yeah, why Kate don't you guys come over us,
0: why don't you guys come over to Daniel you should join us all of us should we'll invite the screeners over to the this is happening Tyler write yep. this down <laughs> let's it. do this I, I want to
3: discuss it I think it it's be a, a great blast. show it's, okay, a, sorry. it's a magnificent show I agree Chris yeah. I,
0: I I don't care what you think I'm telling you it's the best show ever made or one of them anyway
2: well, that, I think, brings us to the end of our discussion of Hunter. April is going to rejoin us for Ready or Not.
0: So at midnight, you have to play a game. Why? It's just something we do when someone new joins the family.
4: A game. What game? Hide and seek? Are we really going to play that?
1: Well, the rules are simple. You can hide anywhere. We then tried to find you.
4: So there's no way for me to win, right?
1: I mean, stay hidden till dawn. <laughs> no,
4: thank you. Good luck.
2: The
1: IMDb description of Ready or Not reads, A bride's wedding night takes a sinister turn when her eccentric new in-laws force her to take part in a terrifying game. This was directed by Matt Bettinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillett. Starring Samara Weaving, Adam Brody, Mark O'Brien, Andy McDowell... Christian Braun, Henry Cersny, a bunch of people. This is a big cast uh, playing a sinister family. Uh, So this was a film that I was looking forward to because it's one of those that could could have really gone in any direction on the way it turned out. Um, Could have gone really, really terrible um, or really, really good. So we're going to dive into the screeners opinions to see where it landed. We're going to start with April. April, what did you think of Ready or Not?
4: Um, so first of all, I am not a big, um, like horror, bloody, thriller, scary movie type of person.
0: <laughs> you must have loved this one, though. I was uh, gonna yeah. say, Ooh.
4: yeah, but, but I appreciate good film and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, it was, it was a lot more fun than I was anticipating. I knew that it was gonna be a little bit on the more fun gore side. Um, but it was fun it was a lot funnier than I actually thought it was going to be. uh it was a little bit on the gory side for what I typically like. <laughs> just, I was definitely cringing, closing my eyes in a few times, but also laughing simultaneously right. so um the same time but um, yeah, I thought it was uh, it, some of the acting in some scenes was a little over the top, and I think it was an over the top kind of movie um i will say the the song that they play which i don't think this is a spoiler but the little hide and seek song that just plays throughout the movie my husband has not stopped playing that song since we saw the movie so i will like run around the corner so and i hear the little run 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 it's it's really creepy um it's but yeah no i i thought it was really creative uh, it was pretty low budget okay? film hey, do we need to worry
3: about yeah, yeah no that it was not a, a that strange. was not a call
4: for help um okay. <laughs> It's not my, my secret like message. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it, it reminded me of a much bloodier, more adult version of Red Eye in a way. Like hmm. I, don't, I don't know if uh, y'all remember that movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I loved yes. Red Eye when I was like in high school. I think was similar tone, very similar yeah, tone. Similar yeah, similar tone. Um, obviously, much more adult and bloody. Um, but yeah, I I really don't have any hate for it. I I enjoyed it.
1: Awesome. Doesn't have any hate for it. Well, let's go yeah. to our our resident horror expert Chad. What did you think as somebody who who does normally go for the gore and the horror? Uh
3: well, I don't I think I think I'd have a hard time actually calling this a horror film. Agreed. I think it's more uh, more of a thriller. There are probably horrific elements um Uh, But this is a certain kind of movie that has a specific tone that it's trying to set. And I think that for the most part, uh, it does what it's trying to do very well. Now, whether you appreciate it and you can dial into that tone, you know, that's kind of up to each each individual. For me, um, I would say that I'm probably mostly positive. I enjoyed it. It's these kind of films are are interesting uh, it's not scary. Um, although there might, there are a couple of decent jump scares, I suppose. Um, it's funny, uh, in places, but it's not like consistently funny. There's a lot of deadpan humor in here that is really fairly good. It, it definitely falls, uh, it has a lot of horror film tropes that for the most part most of the first two thirds, it avoids. And then when it gets to the last third, it just falls squarely into some of them again, which I think they're not doing it to satirize it. They're actually trying to play it up. And so if they had gone, uh, you know, if they'd gone a little further and tried to kind of make fun and be a little more self-aware about some of the the things that were happening, then, then maybe I would have liked it a little more. I mean, you've got people you've got well we'll talk about it in spoilers but uh overall i think the performances are fairly strong uh the central performance is is really good what's her name samara Uh, weaving samara yeah yeah. she's she's great she's really great she does a good job in this film Uh, i agree with april that most of the family andy mcdowell is 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 pretty excellent but i think most of the rest of the family is on 11 pretty much the whole time Mm -hmm. you know it falls It falls victim to the most obvious uh, quote-unquote twist ever. Um, And it's not a spoiler to say that, but you can see where where it's going a mile away. And so that loses some of the impact at the end. But overall, I enjoyed it. I mean, I think it's good. I think it's shot really well. I Mm -hmm. love love, uh, single-location films just in general. Mm -hmm. Um, The central mystery behind it, trying to figure out what in the world is going on uh, is, is worth the journey for sure. And so I left overall positive and and had a good time with it. I just, it didn't do enough in any direction though to make me really love it. Like it wasn't scary enough. It wasn't funny enough. It wasn't thrilling enough for me to just be over the moon about it. It was just really solid thriller. And, and so on that level, I, I enjoyed it very much.
1: Okay, so it sounds like more mixed to positive. Is it? Would that be right? Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But All right. Positive.
1: Okay. Great. All right. Well, we'll go to Chris. What did you think of Ready or Not?
0: So I had no intention of seeing this film, um, but I heard you guys were going to be reviewing it, and I had a friend, or well, two friends of mine, text me and say, "Have you seen Ready or Not? Because it is your kind of movie." You need to go see this film, uh, and so I went to Wait, see it. This but afternoon. there weren't transformers in it. I'm. I know I, it's <laughs> so I know. weird.
3: I, I feel like I feel like everybody has their own interpretation of what a Chris kind <laughs> yeah. of movie yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very true.
0: <laughs> I I love high concept horror thrillers, especially when they're more played tongue-in-cheek. Yes. This reminded me very much of Cabin in the Woods, if we remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, The tone is almost completely there. Like As you're watching it, I think, Chad, what you said, you can see where it's going a mile away, but the entire time I was really hoping that is what was going to happen. Because sometimes you watch these movies and you're like, oh, are they going to have <laughs> enough guts to do that? Or are they going to actually do this this crazy thing? And as it turns out, they do. And I, I, I was laughing throughout most of this yeah. movie. <laughs> I was having a blast. This is my kind of movie. Um, I, I, I loved all of it. I thought it was thrilling. I thought it was silly. I thought it was funny. Uh, they're definitely trying to um, play up. It felt. It's, it felt very similar to also to Get Out uh, in that way and that yeah. like it was trying to say something about relationships and marriage um, and I mean obviously not race uh, as as Get Out was trying to do but this is very much trying to in a very tongue-in-cheek over-the-top way uh, talk about how sometimes marrying into a family uh, can be horrifying uh, and you never really know what they're, uh, you know, they're, they're, the way that they do things and their traditions and how that's going to meld and, and kind of commingle with what you do and where you're coming from. And so ruddy or not, I found to be quite charming, a lot of fun. And I had, a, had a blast. Is it high art? No, of course not. That's why it's a Chris movie because <laughs> it's, it's just enjoyable and fun. So that for me is, 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 is two thumbs up
1: two thumbs up from chris and tyler where do you land
2: i'm i think i'm pretty well there the whole time i was laughing out loud yes and just enjoying myself um the the one i compared it to I, I hadn't thought of cabin in the woods but the one i compared it to is if tucker and dale were yes. in your next yes yes um, perfect it's it's so funny um, I, I don't think it's as funny as Tucker and Dale. That is like my bar for horror comedy. Um, Alan Tudyk,
0: you can't beat no, him. No, you
2: can't. He's, yeah. I, I so wish he was in this cause he would have just elevated this one actually. But, um, but this is, it's, it's really funny. It is. Um, I, I really, I completely agree. I think we, uh, by the end of it, we're seeing exactly where it's leading us and we love the <sighs> journey to get there and yeah, it's yeah. fine. Um. But honestly, the, the, If I, if I, you know, was that kind of person, I, you know, I was almost at the point of standing up in the theater and applauding, um, Samara Weaving's, uh, performance at the end. She, she just absolutely knocked it out of the park for me. And, and I had seen her in the babysitter. If nobody here has seen, have you guys seen the babysitter? Yes. The Netflix yes, horror right. comedy, also that yes. is such a good movie, directed by the just great McG. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But it's, I had uh, no idea
1: he directed that movie. Oh
2: yeah, but it's a hilarious, hilarious movie, and she's the the title role. Um, I
1: forgot, I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah but I, right. and I
2: I can't think of other stuff that I've really seen her in. I know I looked it up, and then nothing she was really in three really
1: billboards started. for like two minutes.
2: Was she the daughter?
1: No, she was the she was the new wife of Francis McDormand's ex husband. Wow, she was oh, like she barely. Was. It. Yeah, she's sure. barely in it.
2: Um, but she she absolutely just knocked my socks off with it. She um in in a horror comedy that is, um borderline slapstick that is you know just crazy gory at times and a lot of fun. Um, she takes it very seriously, but not like not. Not that she makes us feel serious about it. You could just tell she was just in the role and um, she's like is guttural in her like in her performance, the way she handles it. And I mean, she is not she's not in a comedy. Everybody else is. And but it kind of actually still worked for me that she's sort of in a different movie than everybody else. It feels like. Um, And so I like as opposed to the the college students in Tucker and Dale who are also just idiots. Um, So. Uh, anyway, but all that to say, I think more of this can go in spoilers. Um, the other one I'd say is Adam Brody, um, and Mark O'Brien just did a, both did a great job. Uh, Mark O'Brien, I think is one to watch in the next few years to just start. Um, he's going to start getting nominated for stuff, but, um, Adam Brody also just does a fantastic job. So yeah, high recommendation for me.
1: Awesome. Uh, well, so I definitely love this movie as well. Um, I, uh, I I was prepared to be very very positive on this film. I, I actually think I'm less positive than Chris and Tyler, but it's still uh, I would say that I love this foo- this movie. Uh, it just really nails what, exactly what it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it knows exactly the movie that it's trying to be, and really uh really stays in its lane and and executes on that very well. The plot is super simple. Like you guys already said, you know where this movie's going pretty much from the start. Um, and and for that reason, I would say. As much as I really, really enjoy this movie, as much as I love this movie, I'll, I'll probably also forget about it pretty, pretty quickly um, just because it didn't it didn't do anything that's super memorable. But it was really, really enjoyable while I was watching it. I certainly I actually would not compare it to Tucker and Dale or Captain in the Woods because I don't think it's the same type of humor at all. I think it's a very, very different type of humor. Um, I think it's so much more deadpan and serious in in the delivery of the humor which is really funny um and uh so yeah so i i loved i think it was really funny i think it was it was um a lot of fun it was just fun to to watch even uh when they're doing really serious things so um i loved how each of the characters kind of had their own thing and they were just borderline character without without for me crossing the line into character um i think uh, like you guys have already said, Samara Weaving's performance is is phenomenal, especially towards the end. Just yeah. some, um, you know, we'll obviously get into spoilers, so I won't go into too much. But but she she has to run through so many different emotions uh, throughout this film, and uh, especially towards the end, as things just get crazy. The uh, the way she handles that is is really really solid. So um, so I I really enjoyed that. Um, like I said, the deadpan humor was the best part for me because um, they really don't. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't get zany ever. I never felt it getting zany. It was really just they kind of all played it straight and it worked really really well. And honestly, the best part of this movie, it's a cool ninety five minutes. Uh, yeah. This oh, thing yeah. flew by. And uh, it it felt really well paced the whole time. I never felt that that it was. Uh, I never felt like it slowed down or I got bored. It just kind of did its thing and got out. Well, it was well, you know, well it nailed it. So. I just really love this movie. Like I said, I, I think I'll probably forget about it, and as end of year stuff rolls around, I doubt this will be at the top of my mind for anything. But um, I really enjoyed it. It was very well shot. It's great to look at. It was very, very well shot uh, with great performances, and just a, it was just a, it was just a fun time at the movies. What more can you want? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I definitely, I definitely loved this
3: movie. Uh, so Chad, Chad, go
1: into a I little bit more about you. why you're why you're a little more negative on it.
3: Well, I disagree somewhat that you say it never gets zany. I think it actually does get zany in a few places. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> pretty significantly zany. Um, and we can talk about that in spoilers. But um, for me, again, overall, I'm positive. Every you guys have named four or five movies to compare it to, and all of those movies are better than this one, <laughs> uh, in my opinion. So <clears throat> it's not that. It's not that I hate this movie it's it's getting very strong critical uh reaction but i think i don't know if people just have short-term memory loss and these kind of films come around like every year or couple of years and people are just freak out like this is the greatest it's so good it's so much fun and that's fine Uh, i think the examples that have already been stated like tucker and dale like cabin in the woods those are films that stay with you that i think are fantastically great Uh, and this is just not even close to that level for me Um, outside of the central performance i just think that it's too paint by the it's not surprising um you can have a horror comedy that is adhering to the tropes of the genre and it still be surprising along the way uh there's one thing that was i wouldn't say it was a surprise but it was really cool and funny how they handled it at the very very end and we can talk about that in spoilers but but outside of that, it's just kind of, you know, you never really feel like she's in danger. You never really are scared. It's just it's, it was just fine. I I just don't think I'll ever hang on now. A second. You never felt film. like she
0: was in danger. Like there was a moment in this film, oh, no. I won't spoil it, where she is climbing someplace. Uh, you I didn't don't... feel <laughs> there wasn't any no.
3: kind of like maybe no. there no no that was ridiculous. that that whole sequence. That sequence in particular was ridiculous, and we can talk oh, about I it. I love right, that! I think so.
0: <laughs> but, but I mean, but the, the, that entire sequence. There's a moment after no. that that happens as well, where yes, <laughs> I was pretty convinced something else was going to happen. Like we need to get into spoilers. talk about it, but about it. We're talking about
3: so yeah, vaguely. This is, yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, to, to I
0: feel like this story. movie was very surprising, especially yeah. in the fact that hmm. you, it was almost as very if. Very
3: surprising. Oh, well, Nobody would say yes. this movie is very surprising.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, no, Okay, well, you you can say that. I'm let me, let me say my opinion for Pete's sake.
3: I'm I'm happy that you were very surprised.
0: No, what what, what I mean by that—that's how it ended. I I that was not surprising. But what I mean is is that they they retread things to make you feel like another outcome is going to happen. They do that several times. Like they go through a similar. Oh, I guess I need to get into spoilers to talk about this. But yeah, I, we have I to found get into
3: it, spoilers to talk about it.
0: I, I just find I found it surprising the way we got from A to B. Not that there was that we were going from A to B. I knew where B was. I just was surprised but the by the way they told that story. I found it entertaining and exciting and thrilling. I don't think I will forget so, about this, uh, is my point.
3: So I agree with that. I found the experience entertaining.
0: That's what I mean. Totally yeah,
3: yeah. agree with that, which is why. Which is why, you know, my takeaway is ultimately positive. Yeah. But this this could this same construct could have been at the same level as Cabin in the Woods. They just didn't go there. They just mm. didn't take it far enough. Which is my point. Got it's it. just too safe. Mm. I mean, it just sounds silly. This horror comedy that does what it does calling it safe but i feel like it plays it pretty straight squarely down the middle which is why it didn't impact me that much i disagree
1: with you we need to talk about this and i'm spoilers. glad that you yeah.
3: disagree so yeah. let's go to spoilers and we can talk about it
1: yeah we will do just that but before we get there we're going to go around like we always do we're going to make our recommendations uh the rating scale we use here is would you see this in the theater would you pay money to rent it? Would you stream it on a service, one of the dozen services that you already subscribe to? Or would you skip it altogether? Let's start with April. What do you say?
4: I think this is theater worthy. Get Grab a gr- group of friends and go have a fun night at the theater. There's a few jump scares and it's it's fun. I, I say theater.
3: Okay, and Chad? Yeah, I agree. It's theater worthy for sure. It is fun. It's theater worthy.
0: Chris? I think April just made the the best point and I was going to say this and it's the one that I missed I I didn't do I I saw this movie alone by myself this afternoon. Uh, this movie deserves to be seen with a group of people because mm-hmm. you're going to have visceral reactions, you're going to laugh, you're going to scream, mm-hmm. you're going to be disgu- disgusted and you'll probably want to talk about the movie afterward. And so I think it would be it would be wise, no matter how you see it, I would recommend it in the theater. But if you're going to watch it, see it with a group of people because that is where you're going to enjoy this movie the most. That's why I wanted to be here and talk with you guys. I was excited about this conversation.
2: All right, and Tyler? Exactly the same as Chris and April.
1: Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm on the edge because Ooh, it's a very, very good movie, but I don't think I'm it, on it's... on the a, edge! I, I, all right. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think it's inherently... The, I, I, I don't think too much will be lost... Uh, in the transition from theater to, to home, if you were to rent this at home with a group of friends, um, because I think that'll be just a, just as fun of an experience. Um, but if you can go see it in the theater, uh, I said this uh, probably, I think it was on our last episode, that there's not a lot, of other great stuff in theaters right now this is probably one of the best things in theaters right now so Hobbs and
0: Shaw man Hobbs and Shaw come
1: on <laughs> yeah so exactly uh so so yeah so I'm, I'm on the edge of theater I guess I'll lean towards theater I'll, I'll go with the pack I'll uh I'll I'll say theater worthy as well it's a good movie all right and with that we will dive and with that we will take a much needed dive into spoilers
4: the first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club
1: well you look nervous Is it the scars? You want to know how I got them? In the dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there and all that dark and all that cold. I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. Then I woke up. All right, guys. Chad and Chris, dive into the ending because you guys seem to land in different places. What did you think of the way this whole thing wrapped up?
0: Okay, so here here's the thing. You guys were complaining about my uh, comparison to it in Cabin in the Woods. And by that, what I really meant was the ending and the actual overall tone. I don't mean necessarily mean the, the comedy. Uh, I mean more like the world building it was doing, right? So that at the very sense. beginning, the world seems like our world, like legit. And then by the end of it, people are exploding because they made <laughs> deals with the devil, okay? And that's what I mean is, is that like at the end of cabin in the woods all of a sudden you realize oh no that's it it happened and now the world is going to end because we didn't you know fulfill the the sacrifice that we need to that's what i really meant that, that it sure. it actually turns out to be legitimate and they go there like you get to see the results of this <laughs> curse that, or whatever it's called whatever it's called the the pact that they made so that's the yes i i i found that to be so much so so cool, and that's what that's what I meant by that. I, um,
2: just building on that, I, I absolutely loved, like you said, that they went there. Yeah. That that you know half a dozen people, including two children, although not on screen, <laughs> <Yes>. exploded. <laughs> exploded.
1: Um, I laughed my head off. I,
2: I was like, "Oh, those kids! Oh, no, they're <laughs> gonna do it!" Boom! Ah. It was uh, great. Was it was so, wonderful. Oh, I loved it. I, I, the, and that's actually really what I do mean by unpredictable. Not that 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 occurred, but the way that we got there, because um, Chad, you're telling me you were expecting
0: two children to explode in this movie?
3: <laughs> no, see, but that's that that's not the argument. I was 100 percent expecting it, that they would absolutely have a curse with the devil and that they would all agree. 100 percent. Yep. Just like I knew that the. um the boyfriend character was going to turn at the end. Sure. All of those things are obvious. Yeah, no, 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 the I don't more I, risky sure. choice? the more risky and entertaining choice would have been for there not to be a deal with the devil. And for them to that. then explore what all but that of that would be, stuff meant. That would be funnier. That would be no, very absolutely. Absolutely. Be That's funnier. even way, way funnier. The safe, easiest choice is, and then everybody blows up. Come gener, on, which is gener, How
1: funny is that? Generations of this family yes. have been murdering yes. people <laughs> murdering. for no yeah. reason. Yes. That's hilarious. No and, then, reason. and then they just have to awkwardly stare at each other and go like, oh crap, what do we <laughs> do now? Wow. Like, what do we
3: do? And I thought they were going to do that because they said so. What do we it took do a with second. her? And I was like, yes! yes. And then they blew up, and I was, oh come on. That, and, and, that and don't
1: get me wrong, point. I I don't dislike it as much as Chad sounds like he dislikes the ending, but because it was no, no, funny, no,
3: no. I don't dislike. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I don't dislike the ending. It's impossible to dislike everybody exploding <laughs> onto each other. That's, that's awesome. A, I love this. That. So I good. Just, <laughs> I just feel like that was the safe play out. And, yeah, agree. You know, this movie is not this movie is not subtle. Chris mentioned, you know, the fact that it talks about. Or that it comments on marriage and in-laws and all of that stuff. It also is super hard on rich people as well, yeah. right? Yeah. A, it wears its it, it wears its disdain on its sleeve, which is all oh, yeah. fine. But a bit, even down to the thing where she's like, I want a divorce, boom, and he blows up. <laughs> I mean, none of that stuff, none of that stuff. It was it's funny! So yeah. It's so obvious. It's so obvious. When she's sitting there and the police come up and she's like, uh, in-laws. I mean, come on. It was you funny. Don't... So I, all liked, of that is I enjoyed fine. it. I
4: felt it on a personal level.
3: Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. wow. No wonder Beecher's been playing this music. OK. <laughs> So again, I don't hate it. That's why I don't want I don't want to come off negatively. I, I've enjoyed it. I just feel like this movie made the obvious choices within the genre that it exists, right? If you're making a horror comedy, you have right. to subvert it where you can. And I don't think it did. I really don't. You get that whole sequence with when she breaks out and we're supposed to believe she's gonna get out, and then the caretaker chases her down. That whole thing is zany town, like where she chokes him out, and then he gets (laughs) off. Everybody's watching. And then she drives like 50 miles an hour, and then in two minutes, he's standing by her door, and then he shoots her with the world's weakest tranquilizer (laughs) because he knocks out. And then literally 90 seconds later, she wakes up. You know, it's whatever. It's it's all fine, it's all fine. It's just not, it just didn't surprise me at all.
2: But that's, that-
3: So I just, I I, I was entertained.
2: I'll give you the surprise. Uh, But at the same time, like it's in this one, it's, it sounds super cliche. It's kind of about the journey of getting there, right? Like it's, it's fun. It's it's Samara weaving, like even that one scene of, of them, um, uh, of her escaping. She gets through the, um, the fence, man, like where she rips, uh, you know, a a hole in her back, you know, or or gets shot through the hand, like where, where horror movie heroines, are like they might get real bloody or they might get real dirty very rarely do they get shot and like and stabbed and like all all the way there the final girl mm. usually gets out super bloody but not unscathed and so i i she might really... as well
1: have been unscathed though you know what i mean like she's still running and fighting and doing all the different yeah, stuff like
4: i know she I didn't I, I have a whole right hand yeah Arm. Oh, exactly she
2: gets shot <laughs> yeah through the hand it's uh <laughs>
1: Can I tell you uh, though that that not the, the shot getting shot in the hand was was great that was hilarious and then she punches the kid that was great yes loved uh, it. but I hated the her climbing up the ladder and then she just has yeah, to like what I'm saying. that was stupid slam her, slam her, hand, her down. hand down come like on. what on a on this one nail why is that nail even there like I was just like well, okay we saw
2: the nail come all out. right I was
3: fine with that one you saw the nail come out when she the body horror stuff the body horror stuff is all fine because it's played for laughs and it's sure. extremely gory. And, and I get all that. That's all fine. But it's not impactful, right? It's just another thing. And I disagree. I mean, there, to say it's very rare, Tyler, there are tons, tons of horror films where the heroine, who isn't the final girl, gets absolutely mutilated all the way through. And the final girl a- as well, I, and which is what I'm saying with this movie, is it, it doesn't really make up its mind one way or the other. It just wants to have its cake and eat it too, which is fine. The experience of, for me, the first half of this film is really strong. It's really strong when it's setting up the,
0: yeah. the
3: the world of what this weird family is and what are these traditions and what does mm-hmm. this mean? And you don't know what's, you know, what, what actually is happening. That is all really great. It's just when it starts to pay off that, you know, it just didn't work as well for me while still being entertaining but I'm glad you guys love it. It's okay. <laughs> well, I love I, the
4: whole mystery of the whole, like you're watching it and you're like, okay, why is everybody else just going along with this? Yeah. And then and then I love the conversation that the main guy has with the mom where you realize, oh, it's not like a, mm-hmm. a random one-off that just murder people. There's like, these people are Satanists and they sacrifice goats. And I don't know. I was, yeah. maybe and it's because I, I don't watch mm-hmm. as many horror thriller movies, but I- i don't know i didn't really have issues with what you're saying chad i i enjoyed it
1: and and with the sacrificing goats thing i loved that they were a little bit more at first a little bit more subtle like she just fell into yeah. that fell into oh, that yeah. pit and you're like well there's a bunch of dead goats you kind of have to pe- like they didn't just we sacrifice goats like they yeah. they, right. they showed us that and we kind of had to put the pieces together of oh shoot there there's a bunch of dead goats and people in there yep. okay now we kind of get yeah. what's going on even though I mean, we, we already kind of got what was going on, but I like the, I like that they were a little bit more subtle with that. Uh, I, I they think also... the most zany that this film gets in to me was, I don't even know the character's name, the, the, the sister who kept killing everybody, yes. <laughs> um, that was the yeah. most zany, but it was hilarious. It was no, so no. good.
0: It's so zany throughout good. the entire time, dude. I mean, like, this is the point. Like, she comes out into the hall and stops and looks over, and there's the dad and all the other people, <laughs> sure, and they're all sure. holding the body, and they've got we that moment where it. they stare at each other. And then she runs, and then they go. It was great. The whole thing is played for cop it is it is at no moment is it taking itself seriously it really isn't
2: because it's a bunch of like, like you said it's a bunch of like really elite people who have these people haven't killed anybody before no. like, it, it's, <laughs> and so they're using these like uh, a freaking harpoon gun and a crossbow the 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 youtube video of how to yes really uh, awesome. crossbow that was
0: so wonderful. The, my favorite character, honestly, and I wish she was in it more, was the aunt's character, right? Where she's like the very, when you first see her, she's just staring. She's got that <laughs> crazy Horribly hair, cool. all that kind of stuff. Like, come on, guys. Th- that is the tone of this movie, right? It is It is over the yeah. top zany. Of course, it's not meant to be serious. It is all played for Crazy, crazy laughs, and they're they are preparing you for the moment when everybody explodes at the end love of this it. movie, and it's wonderful. It.
2: And the poor maids that just all yes, keep dying. all the that maids
0: die. Oh man, it's so funny, yeah. so good. That was good. anyway. So I will yeah. say,
2: I I I really thought that the concept was going to break down um much more than it did. Like it, it did, but they they answered even if it was loosely the questions of like. Dude, this, new, this guy, um, uh, Alex, Mark O'Brien's character, you know, he knew what was about to happen or what could possibly happen. How in the world – and like she says, you know, like how in the world did you let me marry into this? Um, even though he said, you know, I, you know, the A, what are the chances? And B, I thought we were going to be able to get out of it. And um, – and it sounds as though, again, without telling us too much, it sounds as though she had given him some kind of an ultimatum. It's you know, uh, or maybe a perceived ultimatum on his, you know, on his part of you know either marry me or we're done. And so I, I like at least that they gave the nod to that because I thought, there's, come on guys, like this is your own fault for for getting into it. But
1: yeah, I agree, and I think they answered the questions enough. Enough. You know, yeah. and the fact that he turned at the end kind of kind of gives you a yes. picture. And well, you know, he wasn't dead set on saving her really, because in his right. heart he wanted to be with his family. So yeah, you know,
2: that was a that, surprise. That, that, to that me. was all fine. Yeah, yeah, that was a surprise to me that yeah, he actually right. did turn. I, I did not.
3: Yeah, I didn't completely that. buy that um, he would have turned. No. Yeah, I think I, that, that's what I mean by trying to have its cake and eat it too. Is they they do everything possible to make you think that he's not going to turn. Obviously, he's going to turn. But mm-hmm. the one part where it kind of falls apart is take all the things on its face. What was he going to do, even if even if she drew chess yeah. or checkers, the next time somebody came into the family and then they did hide and seek? Right, right. Right. So if that the premise falls apart, um, and so they oh, try to steer you away from is, that by her having this conversation that with, the rest. with the mom. Oh, yeah, no, no, they, I... they addressed
2: that with the rest of the characters, with Charity, who, by the way, I love her name is Charity, and she's the most hardcore, like, like is ready to kill. I'm like, <laughs> why'd you just give me a, a harpoon gun? And, like, she's is Adam Brody's wife. I They answered that, of, like, the moment I told you, you were super on board. Like, I, I guess... Guys, guys, They guys. answered it for her.
0: Guys. For her, yeah. Guys, guys. Guys, this movie, this guys, this movie exists in a vacuum. It's the only way <laughs> this movie it works. <laughs> yeah, if, 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 if you sit here and try and like, well, how does this world actually work? That is not what this movie is trying to do at all. What are you doing? What are you trying to say? Look, the I knew the moment that the kid got hit or the kid shot, the 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 main gal that everybody was dying because what they were doing was saying oh, oh the yeah. kids they're are not even also mean, bad then. and so it was like yeah. oh boy yeah. they, they're they trying to the, the, the filmmakers are like hang on the kids are bad too so that oh, yeah. means we can kill them okay Which as long as the have, kids are bad yeah we can kill <laughs> them foreshadowed
2: to, for me that that mark was was going to do it too that the whole family is just wholesale correct correct not mark alex
1: this movie is super entertaining i think we're all in agreement that this movie is super entertaining um i i definitely am a little bit more with chad in that it's it's very fun very entertaining but also forgettable uh, f- uh for the most part um
2: all right except for the
0: exploding people you're going to remember that for the rest of your life you will
4: not be able for to
2: the un-see. Rest of my life she's she doesn't love blood and gory movies i was like oh man oh, I was yes like, well, fun, fun, gore in, in fun gore. Fun <laughs> gore. Exploding people as long as it's fun.
4: That's what I'm, I'm saying. laughing and like, whatever. Pieces of
1: skin hitting the wall, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're all laughing.
4: Yeah. No, I know. I'm nervous about uh, the movies coming up and being on this podcast because.
2: You Halloween's get to join us for right it around the corner. <laughs> oh guys, Yeah, I've actually I'm so plan. I
4: haven't seen it chapter one yet. So I'm gonna see Ooh. that and then I'm gonna oh. do it.
2: And- I just I just reread the book this summer in preparation for the movie. Like I can't even wait. I'm so excited. Nice. Very
4: nice. Oh.
1: All right. Well, thanks for joining us for this packed episode. Let us know what you think of Mindhunter, what you think of all the stuff they announced at D23, what you think of Ready or Not. We want to hear from you guys, so make sure you follow us on social media for all of those things. All right. That's a wrap. We'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let
3: us know what you think. See you next time.